solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter Eleven. Hermione's helping hand. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm also Alex. I'm also Alex. And this is, this is Potter Watch. <laughs> Alex <laughs> always does that to me. I do do that to Molly a lot. <laughs> um, well, we do have a special guest. Do you want to say your name for reals? I'm John when I'm not Alex. <laughs> um, John was on our call-in show, but he's back for, and better than ever, maybe for a chapter. <laughs> We're doing chapter 11, um, Hermione's Helping Hand, which... Just, yeah. oh, just a little reminder, John, what is your house and um, favorite book? I am a Gryffindor, self-proclaimed, not like tested and approved. <laughs> we don't approve of the Pottermore test anyway. I yeah. <laughs> Alex has feelings <laughs> on how she I don't think I don't think it's good. And then also it's like written post uh she who must not be named being worth anything to us. So I definitely have issues well, with it now. Yeah, for now now for sure, but um this has been coming on for a while. Right. I just, I, it was suspect. And then they relaunched it because it was suspect. And I still am suspicious. Anyway. That's all, that's all my feelings. <laughs> Sorry. Your book. Your favorite book. Uh, the fourth book. Mm-hmm. And certainly not the sixth book. All right. So with that... <laughs> Chapter 11 was probably like not a good like to win you back on the sitcom. It wasn't. I wanted to like it. I have a lot of problems. I That's fair. That's fair. Also, as a reminder from John's call-in show, when we asked like favorite character, you know, who would you want to take you about? Almost every answer was Hermione. So I think that was part of why this chapter is. That's why I selected this chapter. Because of Hermione love. Uh, Herm. So good. Because um, we do a haiku um, and we're always battling versus syllables, John, you'll notice that we um, shorten a lot of characters' names. Yeah. Herm, uh, Forge, Fred and George combined. Okay. Um, Vald sometimes. <laughs> and then of course the shortened version of Dumbledore Big Daddy D <laughs> to, which, to which he is almost exclusively referred to <laughs> uh, I almost had to shorten Hagrid's name to Hag and I just couldn't do it have a great summer <laughs> I just I had to reshape the uh, haiku I was really struggling you're sweating right now you're like rough you're like I was struggling with my haiku yeah did you see how long my hair down lasted <laughs> I can't <Yeah>. do it <laughs> Alrighty, shall we jump right in yeah Let's. jump in jump in um so John did you have a rename for this chapter I called it Ron's Unhelpful Attitude. 
<laughs> oh boy. I'm really gonna be surprised by who you pick as Ron. <laughs> Ron was struggling. Yeah. He's having a hard time this chapter. <laughs> it's a I common theme in it. Ron's life slash this book in particular slash definitely this chapter. When we gave you the fuck Mary Kill golden trio remind me what you did i don't know if you gave that to me maybe we didn't let's do it now but it 100% would oh yeah no 100% i'd marry hermione i would kill ron and i would fuck harry see john and i pick the same way everyone else kills harry rob and i pick the same last week it's just a lot of ron to deal with honestly ron would like insist that you like tell him he did a good job and if you like did anything weird like during or after he'd get all like self-doubting about what he did agreed Agreed. i would be fine with that like i'm like a hermione so i'm like i'll take care of you boo boo it's okay (laughs) i will give you detailed instructions all you have to do is well (laughs) (laughs) oh boy I just, I would love to, like, read a realistic fan fiction about them. Like, I don't want any fluff or nonsense. I want, like, someone who knows those characters in and out to write me something realistic about their life after Hogwarts. I'll just write a diary of my life with Griff. Just kidding. He's not Griff is not Ron. <laughs> and that is a compliment to Griff. Not that, like, Ron is... <laughs> yeah, I feel like giving Ron, I mean, doesn't shine bright in this book and slash the show, right. as you said, John. Um, but he has his moments. Mm. Um, well, I renamed it Lost and Confounded. Ooh. Like Lost and Found. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I I was going in like a lost and confused, but then I realized I was thinking of dazed and confused. Oh. That would have been better. Fuck, dazed and confounded. Okay, that's what it is. All right. Was like technically there's like maybe lost, but dazed is much better. You know, I just think it was a group effort. I'm glad we got there. What did you rename it? I renamed it Trials of the Heart. Ooh, sassy. (laughs) Love a good pun. Um, all right, so John, you go first, and we'll we'll end with Alex's. Well, no, I want you to go first, Molly, because I don't even know what your haikus are like. Like, I don't know if I, oh. I don't know if I wrote it incorrectly. I didn't. There's like, no, there's no wrong way. Yeah. So love confounds Ramayani, which I'm saying that's just two syllables. Um, not. <laughs> well, the way I said it in my head, Ramayani is two. Remind me. <laughs> well, we'll let it go. Oh. Um, new Quidditch team is founded. No friendships are lost. It really tied in with my renames. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yet. I should say no friendships are lost yet. Woof. Dot, dot, dot. The title of the haiku is yet, which you have put at the bottom of the haiku. Okay, um, I did how to cheat in sports, need to confront your feelings, bye party pooper. (laughs) (laughs) It 
Wait, John. I don't know why. Bye. Is bye. <laughs> I feel like your haiku was a letter to Rod. <laughs> and it like started out as like a self-help book. <laughs> All right. Uh, mine is outside war wages, confunded Cormac rages, Aragog ages. Lovely. Wow. Thank you. We have a poet among us. <laughs> we have someone who knows how to rhyme. And there she is. She shines bright. Like a diamond. Alrighty. Are we ready to hop into those notes? Yes. <laughs> I love the you know poo reference. Oh, same. I was living right off the bat. Core um, Hagrid. I do feel like we're like an, in classes enough that they should have addressed them not taking his class sooner. I also had that note when they finally go to see him. I'm like, it's been like at least two weeks. And you wonder why he's not saying anything to you in the hallway. <laughs> but there's a lot of like layers to this that's like I don't know I I have a lot of problems in this chapter specifically with how they interact with Hagrid and how Hagrid interacts with them of course because it's like a sticky like teacher it is messy friend it's, uncle relationship who's the adult it's, it's messy and he certainly behaves badly I would say Hagrid however I do think because when they first arrive at school, they know that they're not taking the class and they all say, we should tell Hagrid, like give him a heads up. And it's now we're two weeks into classes and no conversation with Hagrid has been had. Yeah, and he's like also ignoring them, which like isn't great, but yeah, I'm do Hagrid's side, I think. Yeah. Well, and then the way Harry like, well, the thing that makes Hagrid blow up with Harry being like, I'm going to blow down this door. And it's like, all right, Harry, what, like, who are oh, you? He's like, I got this. <laughs> I'm going to threaten him. Uh, yeah, that was a weird moment. I didn't like it. It all was like, ugh. Well, and then it becomes like this whole, like, Harry's caddy. He's like, all right, sir. Like, and when did you call yeah. me? And it's like. All right, like no one is being an adult. <laughs> and they have an excuse because they're children. Yeah. But, uh, well, before we get there. Like, I think Harry behaves exactly like Harry always behaves. Like, this is very similar to a fight with Snape he had that got him a detention. <laughs> like, we just read the chapter where he was like, don't, uh, there's no need to call me sir, professor. Like, Harry just has a problem with authority in general. I also think that Ron's just being really rude in general because at this part, early on, he's like, why do we have to go and talk to him, basically? And I'm like, do you not want to be friends with him? Like, you're being a dick. A total dick. The journey of Ron, this chapter, is scared um, and, like, self-deprecating to full of himself and um How? like full of himself and like not I don't know I feel like well he did say that she he looked like he'd been confunded so maybe it did cross his mind but I don't know just so full of himself then 
yeah, pouting, not wanting to go visit a friend. Then once they're actually with the friend, like not wanting to like help in any way, which like I get he's afraid of spiders, but like, I don't know. He like is a hundred percent. I don't want to help you in any way. A love. He's very much a love. And then goes to the final end part of the chapter where he is, yeah, pouty again, that he's just, well, again, Slughorn's a dick for doing that in front yeah. of him. I feel like Slughorn is an asshole for the way that he behaved. Another person not behaving like an adult. Like, you don't do that in front of, like, another student. It's rude. Um, operates, though. And, but I do think she who must not be named puts in a lot of moments of like just like normal moments that we are seeing from Harry Harry's point of view and we can tell they're completely platonic and normal but like moments where you could see from Ron's perspective that he might be like getting those jealous feelings which is oh, fair a monster inside of him yeah he's got a little green monster. <laughs> um speaking of those feelings um Hermione being like Harry you're the most fanciable you've ever been (laughs) wild but you know I was like thinking about it and as like it's not a female male thing but I just know for me and like my like female friends when we were like we would never we would say that to like somebody we didn't like 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 we wouldn't have a problem saying that to a guy that we um didn't like so like that's exactly what Hermione is doing but like you would never actually say that to, to somebody you liked right exactly and I think I don't know I really love Harry and Hermione's relationship here because they have that platonic like male female relationship you know if we're gonna gender it that like when you don't like someone at that age like they're teasing each other there's like nothing there you're able to say things like Harry, you got taller over the summer. You look good. If you had a crush on someone, you would agonize over saying like, oh, your hair is different. Uh, you know? I'm tall. Oh, right. <laughs> I really feel like you're not helping your case. But I did have the note. Do you think Hermione knows what she's doing when she like ignores Ron when he's like clearly trying to show off for him? Yes. So yeah. do I. 100%. Yeah. I think I she love that. She's doing, but I don't think she's saying it to Harry to get at Ron. Oh, I agree. I think she's living her own life. But when Ron jumps in with like, "I'm tall and um, uh, you you know, I uh, still have those scars from the brain," I think she like does a little smirk to herself and then keeps talking to Harry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I think she's aware of the situation. And, but I also think, like, part, like, maybe, like, the less confident part of her is thinking, like, maybe he's just, like, wanting attention because he never gets attention. Like, not necessarily that he likes me. I think that she does, like, she has, like, a gut feeling that he he likes her, but part of her is maybe, like, well, what if he doesn't? That's fair. Um, I think that whole Hermione thing with Harry, though, like, I flagged it as a a great example of being able to gas someone up while still tearing them down. And that Hermione's like great at that. Like she says all these factual things which would like inflate Harry's head, but in the, the way of saying it, she's like, you're a moron for not realizing that. You're a, you're a dummy. Yeah. That's why they like you. 
<laughs> Which who is being more dense in this moment, Ron or Harry? Harry's like, oh, I have no idea why people are suddenly coming to my tryouts. Weird, right? Like you're so annoying. <laughs> I just love when Ron's just like, I'm tall. <laughs> So um, embarrassing. Teenagers are so embarrassing. Speaking of the tryouts, did it seem weird to anyone that it reads as if Harry has not met any of these people before in his life? <laughs> and he is in his sixth year. So, like, I'd give that maybe he wouldn't know the first years, at least their faces. But, like, Gryffindor itself is not that big. And I understand Hufflepuff is there and some Ravenclaws are there. But like he acts like these are all trans. Yeah, it's well, the first time he met Cormac was like on the train this year, and he's like, like "Who is that?" Oh, that's <laughs> Harry's so self-involved. <laughs> he doesn't talk to anyone that's not Ron, Hermione, or Neville if he's in his way, or maybe Seamus and Dean because they have to. <laughs> they live with him. Um. I had a couple of notes before the tryouts started. Me too. Um, really, Hermione, you thought he was going to give up the Half-Blood Prince just because he got, like, the new copy of it? Come on. I think she's, like, this... I feel like she was hoping, the same way she was hoping that he'd turn in the Marauder's Map, that this was, like, uh a wake-up call moment. Like, okay, you've had your fun, but now you really should start actually trying in class yeah. the normal way. Did you? Um, have- I will say, I'm so glad that he keeps the book, obviously, and I like his little switcheroo. <laughs> it was smart. He's been like, he said, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> I planned, and so I have the perfect spells. I just really identified with Hermione when she said that that the that Hermione looks scandalized <laughs> because I'm someone that when I read a book specifically a paper like I love hard covers because I don't have to worry about this but a paperback I don't open it beyond like a 45 degree angle because you don't want the binding you don't want the spine to bend I've broken two Potter books because of that I've they've broken half yeah right in half her fourth book went crack third and fourth um I saved the pieces though just like Hagrid's wand (laughs) and if I ever see someone like fold a cover all the way back on a book like fold the front cover back so they're just reading and then they like flip the whole book and read the other side and flip the whole that like physically makes me ill oh yeah I don't like it when you fold it over to the fact that where you can read it I I have been known to do a roll fold so I've I've definitely done it before, but it's usually like a thinner book that it's like Yeah. I would never do that to her Harry Potter book. Yeah. Uh, uh, my note was um Professor RJ Lupin, send that boy a damn letter. I know. I was like, oh, but also like Harry, just send him one. Like make a move. But yeah, I feel like his other dad should have really like, like, what was Sirius the one planning their joint birthday gifts? I'm very, (laughs) very disappointed. Lupin does say it, I think at Christmas, like, I'm sorry, I haven't been in touch. I've been like underground with the werewolves. 
Well, good for him. He couldn't send a letter. <laughs> no, that was, he was saying he couldn't send a letter. He couldn't send a letter. He literally couldn't send a letter. It's fine. I mean, but just one to say, hey, I'm going to be out of touch, but I'm thinking of you and I love you. <laughs> All we wanted for you, Harry. He lost serious. Um, did you want to talk about Stan Chunpike at all? Like, I just said I hate this. <laughs> like, it, I mean, we know that he's not actually being imperious till like later, right? So he is just like probably just talking out of turn, or do you think he's actually like, I kind of am into it, like, want to be a death eater? <laughs> I think either way, I stand with Harry, where I don't think he's an active Death Eater, so he shouldn't be going to Azkaban for the rest of his life. That's crazy. Right. Maybe a fine for, like... For disturbing the peace, or, like, you know, the same the same charge it would be, like, if you called Aurors or, like, the police, and you didn't have, like, what you said there, you know? John, do you agree or disagree? I mean, I I agree that I don't think he actually, like, from what we know of him, I don't believe he is capable of actually causing real damage. Right. No. But I also think he's, like, very easily influenced. Yeah, I don't think, like, the crime of going to Azkaban isn't the punishment, but, like, definitely something should happen. Agreed. Agreed. And I do agree with what you said about him being, like, easily manipulated. Like... Because I could see him doing something... Um, like, I, could, I couldn't I could see him, like, killing people, like, for uh, Voldemort or anything. But I could see him, like, transferring information for people, like, under, like... Like, sort of being, like, like a, a drug mule for yeah. Voldemort's cause that he like mm-hmm. is sort of this unsuspecting thing and they're able to manipulate him into doing things that they want. Right, but also he clearly can't keep his mouth shut. So he would be a terrible drug <laughs> too. Yeah. I mean they end up just like Imperius seeing him later anyway. I just assume like anyone that was in Azkaban they broke out just to like have under their spell. Yeah. Um Hermione's like, haven't you noticed that Dumbledore hasn't been here? And the answer is um, almost always they did not notice. Well, honestly, that's more embarrassing for Hermione. She needed ask. She knows the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is, I feel like she has this conversation with them once a day. Did you? (laughs) But Harry remembers the number to get into the ministry in the fifth one. Yeah. The reason she stays friends with Harry is because he's a constant enigma. (laughs) Do you have any sympathy points or care for Hannah Abbott? I knew you were going to say this. You can't bring this up on chapters like this. She's going through a hard time. I have nothing to say about her. That's That's terrible. Her mom died. For why she and Neville get together is because they have, like, shared trauma. In that case... Harry and Neville should get together. They have more in common with their shared trauma than him and Anna. All right. I'm just saying. I, look, I am resigned to it. 
I don't know how you feel, John, about Hannah Abbott and Neville Longbottom getting married later. <laughs> you have I honestly couldn't have told you that that happened. I like, either don't remember it or blocked it from my memory. It's like, a it's a, a post Hogwarts J.K. Rowling. Yeah. She's also like takes over for Roz Murta at the um. The, not the hogshead, the um, three broomsticks. Three broomsticks, yeah. And they like live over the inn. I think it's. I think that's cute. I like that whole part of it. I like that he like lives over the inn and then like trans like walks into Hogwarts every day. I think that whole story for him is very cute. I just don't hold. So Alex um, doesn't really like Hannah. And, like, for, like, a good reason, like, she was, like, a dick to Harry in the second one. I just, like, don't hold her to that for the rest of the series. I just think it's a random choice. Like, Neville is, like, a top-tier player, okay? We've got, like, Neville in, like, really with an incredible arc. And then you just, like, landed him with just a side character you mentioned, like, two other times. And one of those times she was being a dick. I just think, like, anyone. He could have ended up with, like, Padma Patil. He could have ended up with, I don't know, someone... Uh, I don't know. Like, if I think of Hufflepuff, I think of Cedric, and then I think of Hannah. Like, you don't think of Tonks? No, because she's so far, like, out. I mean, I know that Tonks went to Hufflepuff, but if I think yeah. of, like, students and Hufflepuff, I think of Cedric, who is dead and no longer an option, and then I think of Hannah. So and- they're actually sort of linking him with the, like... Yeah, of Hufflepuff tears, which is sad that Hufflepuff doesn't have. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. More formative <laughs> characters, but yeah, that's fair. And you know what? She joins the TA, and it's fine. It's fine. I I will say I had very fan fiction therapy, and I'm more resigned to because I know her a little bit better now. Well, I had to bring it up. No, I agree. I just, I knew you were going to bring it up and, like, you wanted me to hate on her in this chapter where her mom died. No, I wanted you to give her some sympathy. <laughs> well, I have it for her. I think that's terrible. Um, I don't know. I have taken this stand that I really like Hannah, and I don't know when that happened, but it happens, like, a while. I just think it's a very random stance. Like, she doesn't do anything. <laughs> I think I probably just took the opposite argument as you, and I was like, I'm sticking with it. Okay, so in in line with Hannah and with the Patil twins um, wanting to be taken out of school, I do think that um, it's really, like, kind of eerie and nice, though, in this chapter, to put this in the same chapter where they're going to, like, Quidditch trials, and Harry's talking about having detention, because it just shows like how much the world is in war outside of the Hogwarts grounds. And it really just, I feel like it shows that from a very teenage perspective where it's like, there's literal tragedy outside your doorstep, but still like your school life is what you're concerned with and what you're worrying about. Yeah. But it is like seeping in, in that way. Right. It's, it's coming yeah, into like School life is going on as normal except right which is also kind of the opposite of what we've had happen in previous books where I feel like 
a lot of the danger has been like weaved into their schooling because it's happening inside of Hogwarts and we've never really seen it like this and we know it's now on a more global level which you know from the start of this book when we're within the muggle ministry it's like we know that shit is not normal the way that it has been I met trials now Mm. yes me too uh, I had one other note before we get to the trials. Ooh. Just that, well, the whole nonverbal spell things, which I don't know if you guys have already addressed, just like that it's silly because the, the movie's like, they're experts at it in a second. But yes. <laughs> uh, but also the the line about the venomous tentacula and that uh, at least they're still allowed to swear when one of them grabs <laughs> them. And I'm like, what are all of the like school sanctioned swearable moments like when is it when are you allowed where is the handbook for hogwarts that says you can swear in these instances i think like outside yes (laughs) in the outdoors (laughs) also professor sprout seems like chill yeah yeah like is hooch that chill i remember that if we sweared in soccer we got in trouble and we would get like a yellow card or something so i wonder if um in quidditch if you swear if you get like a citation or points taken away or something she's like kind of a hard ass but like when it came down to it she like sucked as a ref (laughs) strong stances on food i mean we saw what happened in the first and second film and yeah there's no way that um Harry, that that game should have continued in that point counted after Harry got attacked by an actual Dementor on the pitch. Like, it is ridiculous that she counts that as a win for Hufflepuff. But, like... That's just, that's Quidditch, isn't it? It doesn't stop unless someone dies, right? Yeah, I think that's, even, I think even if someone dies, like, you just finish the game. But her, like... We're at school! (laughs) (laughs) We're at an... It's life. We are at a school in which 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds are playing in the game. I think we can pause for death. She also um, doesn't, like, call Slytherins on their fouls in that one game, and it was messed up. Also, the bludger thing, like, yeah, I know what you're saying, like, it should be, but it was, like, clearly tampered with. So, like, isn't that against Quidditch stuff? Hooch is, like, not on... She's on the hooch. But I feel like she would get you in trouble for swearing, is my point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was going the opposite way. I was thinking she'd be, like, a... uh, She wouldn't care. If you're a Slytherin, maybe she wouldn't care. Maybe Madame Hooch was a Slytherin. So she has a soft spot for him. I wish thought she was a Ravenclaw, but I don't know why. Bird, Raven. Yeah. I just thought so. Maybe she is a Hufflepuff because I feel like a Hufflepuff. Well, but they're very fair, so maybe they would be good refs. Yeah. I feel like they'd also not be, like, quick on the draw of making the judgment, which you also need to be good as a ref. Yes. She, like, has really piercing, like, blue eyes. So I was like, she's a Ravenclaw because they're blue. She has, like, a bird-like face. Or gray. Maybe they're gray eyes. I don't know. 
Um, I actually think she has yellow eyes in the movie. Like she looks like a yellow in the movie. That's yeah. They're like alarming, whatever they are. They're very, they're they're odd. I think they gave her like contacts. I don't know why they did that. Maybe to make her look more witchy. I have a cue. Do you think that Hermione helped Ron out just to like prove to herself that she loves him more than Lavender? Like what brought this on? I think a couple reasons. I think she just wants Ron to be happy because she likes him. Like, I don't know if it's like a move as much as it's like, she knows this is a small way that Ron will be happy. Also, I think Hermione knows that Ron can't handle a loss like this and like be useful to them this year. Because then it'll be like Harry being captain of the Quidditch. So very transactional uh, choice on her part. I um, do think that don't fuck up our lives, right? Like <laughs> Harry can't be captain of the Quidditch team. Talk and everybody in Gryffindor coming to him and talking about Quidditch and Ron not make the team. Like there's no, he would Ron would be shattered. They couldn't be friends anymore. I think it would be very hard for Ron. Yeah, he would be unbearable. It might be another, like, fourth book situation. Correct. I just, it just came right after, like, Lavender was, like, flirting with him. I do think that, speaking of, like, confidence and lack of confidence, I don't know which one it is, but I do think Lavender is not really on Hermione's radar because she views Lavender as silly. I think that she's definitely on her radar. I'll have to like keep reading this book and see. But it always like for me seems like Hermione is caught like way off guard by the whole situation. But I think Hermione's caught more off guard because the way that Lavender acts is just not how Hermione acts. And it's not so much that she's like shocked and doesn't know that like lavender is interested in ron it's more just that the very way that lavender shows her interest is so outside of how hermione expresses interest that's probably, that's probably true and i think, she, uh, I think ron annoyed at the idea of her <laughs> lavender coming on to ron in this way it's not how hermione would have done it <laughs> And I don't think she thought Ron would respond to it, maybe. Well, that's what I mean. And maybe not on her radar, but, like, that Ron would never, like, be interested in someone as silly as Lavender. Like, would not want that. But I do think that's a little naive. Because I think Ron would be interested in anyone who's... Anyone that's interested. (laughs) Like, obviously, his OTP is Hermione, so he's just, like, looking for some love in the meantime. When, like, Ron and Lavender, like, have their little smiley exchange before the tryouts, Hermione looked cold and distant all the way down the stadium. Like, she... Yeah, well, and she didn't say, she didn't say good luck. Yeah. I wish we got this whole scene in the movies of, like, these, like, or do we get it in the movies? Yeah. Okay, I'm picturing it. Because I can really picture, like, all these, like, little kids going through. 
Oh. You don't see that. You, you don't see that. I sorry, I thought you meant the lavender Hermione thing because um, you see that in the movie. I sorry, I was transitioning my next note and like like the other houses, just like this whole like trials thing. It's like very- yeah, that's not it. In the in the movie, all you get is um, Harry being like okay, okay, and then you see Bonnie Wright do a very lackluster performance of hey, shut it, and then you're supposed to know that they're in love now, right? I think Harry's doing a great job though oh yeah he's doing a lovely job um okay these the the girls in the second round of tryouts have set women back 30 years I just I have no no words so annoying but then it's three um, chasers, so it, like, really brings it right back. It brings it back. Thank God for Jenny Weasley. And Katie and Demelza. Of course. Well, Demelza was a part of my quiz question, so I didn't want to say her name. <laughs> and I thought you would peep it if I, did, if I said Katie's name, too. It's fine. I have a backup. Yeah. I worried that one might be too easy. Clearly it was. <laughs> um... But yeah, love Katie and Demelza and Jenny. My note just says Jenny in all caps with exclamation points with hearts at the bottom. She's the yeah, best. The little, yeah, the little sentence about her was great. But they like, don't talk about her at all. Then they're just like, but she beat all the competition and got 17 goals and like, yeah. just, we'll just drop it in and move on. We'll just like pop in there that um, just in case you forgot, Jenny is still slaying on onto the trial. <laughs> Casual. Cash. She gets another little mention in here later. Yeah, with Arnold the Pigney Pigney. Harry's doing a little peep. Any many mention we're like living for. Yeah. We're this podcast is a real big stan of Harry Jenny. It's a controversial opinion. <laughs> um are we surprised at how well Ron did? Because where did it this sudden confidence come from? And then like the what what we're to assume is like the next like several practices, he's like garbage, which is why Harry does the whole Felix trick. What, he just happened to like be really I awesome. think maybe because of all the the, pre- the games they were doing at the borough, maybe he felt like more confident. I don't know. Cormac messed up, I guess, but Well, and it was a pretty embarrassing mess up for Cormac right? Yeah. Like he went the completely wrong direction. That's what I want to know is because Hermione doesn't actually help Ron. She just yeah discourages Cormac. Right. Um, which I do like that. I like that she yeah. didn't actually help Ron. But I wonder, I just wonder if Ron still would have gotten five if Cormac had gotten all five. And I don't think he would have. I think he would have. Yeah, he would have choked. He 100% <laughs> would have choked. Um, and I also wonder, would Harry... This is the other thing where I'm just like, ugh, Ron, what a piss poor attitude. Um, because if Ron didn't get as many as Cormac and Harry chose Cormac, Ron would never let Harry live it down. Well, but right, that's what I'm saying. supposed to. Right, it just, they would not be friends anymore. They couldn't do it. Ron would expect Harry to put him on the team anyway, and Harry couldn't do it slash would not do it. I don't think he would do it. That was my question next. Did would you do you think that Harry would do it if Ron I don't, 
I don't think so. Cormac would have been so awful though on the team because he plays at some point in this book because I guess, oh, when Ron had the poison and he was awful. Yeah. Cor- I mean, Hermione's right. Cormac has a terrible attitude. But so does Ron. <laughs> Ron is better than Cormac. Yeah, definitely. Cormac's like toxic frat boy masculinity. Right. There, we did a fan fiction episode not that long ago, and there's this hilarious one about Cormac. Well, it wasn't about Cormac, it was like a Harry one, but it was like Cormac giving Harry like love. And it was like the most garbage, like pickup lines and stuff like that. It was so funny though. I was crying. It was good. Um, John, I don't know if you're aware, but Cormac has become a major player lately in fan fiction with a ship called um, Rormac. That is a Ron Cormac ship. And the whole concept of the ship is that they're bros that go to the gym together. It's so funny. (laughs) Like everybody who's writing it are people that write dreary who just want to write like a joke fic and they're all just like one joke after another like, bro, you want to lift today, bro? Yeah, bro, let's go flying, bro. Do I love you, bro? Yeah, bro, I love you. Ew. It's so gross. (laughs) I didn't have um, anything else about Quidditch. Um, I had the note to Cormac um, in defense of my girl saying, how dare you assume that Jenny would cheat? She would never cheat, particularly to help Ron. Anything <laughs> 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 the opposite. <laughs> right, Harry was like, that's the one he almost missed. <laughs> I was actually surprised that Cormac doesn't like throw a fit about his mistake. I feel like maybe he's embarrassed. So he, you know, lets it slide. He doesn't want to be that guy that's like, into it. yeah, or that like, oh, I'm blaming someone else for my poor like flying. Is that guy though, that would be like, no, that's somebody tampered. Yeah. I thought it was really out of character for him to not be like, yeah. What the hell? Throw a fit. Like this isn't fair. Like some. Like my broom fucked up. Like not even saying that someone did something to him, but just like my broom messed up, or like <laughs> I can redo because my broom isn't working. Well, he yeah, he does say, "Give me a re, give me a re, uh, a re fly or whatever, another go." Yeah, but yeah, he doesn't act like he noticed something was off. Right. Um. I also love Harry's just, like, complete brush off of Cormac. He's like, no, dude, just get out of my way. All right. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, Ron being like, well, I mean, like, what was that? It looked like he was confunded. Like, did it, Ron? It actually doesn't bother me that much that Ron is, like, being annoying and, like, going through every play like he doesn't have a lot to be like proud of and I think I'm like fine with that he's like super proud of himself with Quidditch I'm I don't I'm not mad at him for uh being happy about this one because it's like almost unbelievable that he gets all five 
So like, honestly, brag about that, honey. <laughs> it is embarrassing that Hermione helped him cheat and he's like talking about it so much. Yeah, that's like the worst part. But like, that's not his fault. Like he didn't even right. know. Right. I just think it is embarrassing. It's funny. Like it, it and it, it is cute, the similarity that Harry makes in the last book between him and James and like, I think that's like, that's not how Harry is, but he kind of sees that in Ron and I don't know if he like admires it, but is like, that's cute. (laughs) You're just like my terrible dad. (laughs) Yikes. Three. I just, again, the, the fact that Ron notices that it looks like he was confunded, again, makes me be like, why did Cormac not say? Right. Because if people are watching and they're like, that's a confundus charm. If Ron is watching. be like, what the hell? Someone just fucked me over. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It, it is a little unbelievable. But I'm happy that Hermione gets away with it. So I should, <laughs> so I'll, I'll accept it. My next note's about Hagrid. My next note is about Buckbeak and how I wish there was more Buckbeak in the movies and in the books. Agreed. <laughs> that was such a sweet moment with Harry and Buckbeak though. I miss him too. Oh. It's fine. We all do. Relatable. Yeah. I think my next note on Hagrid we already like basically talked about that it's like been way too long since they've been down there. <laughs> To visit him, I mean. Yes, although he should stop throwing a tantrum. Yeah. Although I was thinking, like, maybe every time they go to visit him, it's, like, a whole, like, four hours, it seems. So maybe they were, like, we didn't have time to do, like, a real Hagrid visit. But. All they had to do was walk up to him at the Great Hall and say, hey. Well, I think they tried to, and he ignored them. So it. I'm not on either side. They're both acting like, yeah, children. I do believe that he is behaving like a child in this moment, Hagrid. For sure. He slammed their the door in their face. Right. Like, I think he has a right to be upset. I think it was an awkward conversation and they shouldn't be forced to take a class they didn't want to take because Hagrid's not a good teacher. All what? that being said... But I think, and I talk about this with the Grubbly playing thing, even if she was teaching, they wouldn't have taken it. Like, they don't, it's just not their, one of the subjects that they are pursuing. Right, which is why Hagrid eventually, like, forgives them. He says, I knew that it would be hard to, like, fit this in your timetable. Yeah. I do think Hermione might have thought to take it if Grubbly playing had kept taking it. Maybe. She wasn't like 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 she's like afraid of Buckbeak. <laughs> I don't think she's like a creatures person. <laughs> I know, but it's. I think she would like to learn about it. Like it's a subject that I still feel like if she had a competent teacher teacher uh, teaching it, she would want to know more about the magical creatures just because she doesn't know about it. I think Harry like Hermione took muggle studies just so that she could have muggle studies from the wizarding perspective. Yeah. She just wants to know everything about the wizarding world. 
I actually think that Harry should have like continued with care of magical creatures. Like he is good with animals. Like I think he would have been like really good if he had continued. Yeah, but Hagrid is a bad teacher. Like they aren't learning about like animals that would be helpful. I don't think, I mean, I think for sure he has had really bad moments, but like some of the things that he was like teaching them, like Hermione was like, he's been doing really good lessons like since he's been back and stuff like that. Like he does like, I feel like out of a whole year, three weeks of good lessons because no, and it's not his fault a lot of the time, but I do feel like he gets shut down or people like worry they're, you know, they call him out on it. Like if he were able to do a good lesson, he just can't do one or the other. He either goes too dangerous or too boring and useless. Well, I think he has the same issue as Ron. Like, he has a confidence issue. Like, like the Nifflers was, like, a perfect class, like, where they did right. the things. And I think even, like, the Hippogriff one was good. It was just, like, fucking Malfoy. And, like, the Thestrals. Like, those were all, like, good classes, I think. Right, but they all resulted in backlash. Except for, for potentially, like, the... Yeah, but I think that doesn't, that's not like talking about him as a teacher, I guess. Well, I think it does in the fact that he can't differentiate. Like, they said, okay, Hippogriff was too dangerous. Then he could have gone to like a middle level creature, but instead he went all the way to like Blast and Scrooge. You know what I'm saying? Blast and Scrooge is a really bad example, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you like flubber worms or something. Flubber worms, the like, yeah. Just, I just that was like weeks of me reading about them feeding lettuce was like torture for me as a reader, and so I imagine it was worse living. <laughs> what do you think? But yeah, Harry is good with creatures, and I feel like that would have been a good one for him to continue. What maybe he can like a private study interrupt us. <laughs> Sorry, what did you, did you assess what I think about? Yeah, I said just feel free to interrupt us. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just have lots of conflicted feelings about Hagrid because, like, I think he's giving them the opportunity to work with really advanced creatures, which is actually incredible. And then it is just the instances that he maybe doesn't know how to formulate the class in a way to make it the safest. Um, but I don't know if he's a... Yeah, I don't know if he's a bad teacher or if it's what Molly's saying with confidence issues. Um, like, definitely lost his cool with, like, umbrage and, like, like melt. That's understandable, though. I don't necessarily blame him. I just understand why you wouldn't want to take Hagrid's class again. Yeah, and, and it isn't, like, Harry wants to be an Auror and whatever that word is, and he's only taking classes for that stuff, like, to be at that career. So, like, I get why, for that reason, he also doesn't take it but right I just think think I would take a Hagrid class again just because I know like at least two or three times that year I'm gonna like interact with some really sick animals um that like I probably shouldn't be interacting with as a student at Hogwarts like it's above my pay grade but I get the chance to like hug a vampire or something it's like (laughs) Just go to a slughorn party. <laughs> I've always said that I would take mag- care of magical creatures. So I probably would still take it with Hagrid. I just understand why they wouldn't want to, given I, their history. 
Grubbly Plank is like a better teacher. Like she's consistent, definitely. But I guess I would make it, and I, this is the first time I've made this argument. I just started to think about it, that I think ha we don't give Haggard enough credit for like what he can do. And I would say like the stats are more like, there are probably three classes that he like totally fucks up and then the rest are like fine. Yeah. I guess we just don't see every class. That's fair. Yeah. For sure. Um, and she's like creating a narrative. So we're seeing more poor classes than we are like good classes. But um, yeah. And I think I there's something about being taught by Hagrid because he's like so passionate about animals mm -hmm. that like in some way that would make the class more fulfilling than not that like Grubbly Plank isn't or other teachers in that field, yeah. aren't, but like that like is Hagrid's everything. Like they're like his children, mm -hmm. like it's weird. Yeah. That's true, that's true. His love for them would like elevate the class to something that is, you know, warm. I actually think Hagrid with the confidence issue will do good with this next round of students. So like when, Har when Harry's year graduates and he gets, in the war is over like whatever the first couple years are out after the war i think he'll be a solid teacher no one's coming after him right i and we i mean obviously the blast and the scrooge were like terrible but the idea of it was i thought really cool like we don't really know what this is we're gonna like learn as we go and like kind of track what they eat he just should have scrapped it like when they realized like it wasn't going well. But like the idea of it was like, that's actually really fucking cool. Like to be a part of like an experiment like that almost. Yeah. But scrap it when you're behind. <laughs> you know what would have been a great lesson, Norbert? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they could have learned about dragons. It would have been awesome. We would have had a guest lecturer, Charlie Weasley. That's what I want to see. I would have taken that class. For sure. <laughs> but speaking of his affinities, Grop, Hermione, have you not learned from the Grop incident, do not offer something you are not willing to follow up on? <laughs> what can we do to help Eric? <laughs> Oof. She can't help it. I mean, She's it's very and John, you're right. Like, Ron is like, I'm not touching that. <laughs> but I, I'm more on Ron's side, I think. I just, I guess I don't really see Ron go out of his way a lot for other people. It's sort of Definitely. what upsets me when I, like, read it. That, that's a good, that's a good point. Is yeah. that he really, he stands up for Hermione and Harry. That's the most he does in terms of go out, go out of his way. Like nobody can say anything bad about them in front of him. Yeah. I Except for third and first year when he's making fun of Hermione. Yeah. I did laugh out loud at the line that he says um, in regards to the spiders. Aragog's been like, they're getting a bit funny now. He's ill, a bit resistive. Yeah, I think we saw a bit of that side of that. Uh, <laughs> I was like cackling. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. I um, wish I'm 
I don't know. I just really don't like Aragog because I hate spiders also. And I wish it could have been a different creature that got like, I, but I guess the creature had to die. So maybe it was the best that it was that one. But yeah. like, I want like more of a storyline for like Buckbeak or more of a storyline. Like, why can't there be more interactions with those things? And instead it's like bringing the spider back. Yeah, it's Aragog. <laughs> Although it does give us that great moment in the movie where, where Harry goes, we're all doing our pincers. <laughs> For the podcast. (laughs) Amazing. They all knew what I meant by great scene in the movie. There's not many in the sixth. (laughs) That's a great it that it's funny. That seems really good. That whole moment of him on the Felix Felices is comedy gold. Yeah. I like that Hagrid is like, well, I guess you could have done the time turners to take my class. And I was just like, was that common other than Hermione doing it the one time? I don't know, but I love that he phrased it as, you could have applied for time turner. Also, they have like a million free periods. I know they're using them to actually do work, but (laughs) that wasn't really the problem. (laughs) Right. It's the free periods that really makes their not taking it kind of insulting. Yeah, but they're, I mean, they say, like, they're already two weeks in, and they're, like, using every, like, minute of their free period. Right, but especially Harry and Ron, who, like, were gonna have an open space in their schedule because of potions. Yeah. Like, that would have been a great excuse for them, actually, is if they said, we were signed up for your class, but we're both trying to be aurors, and we found out when we got here that potions was available now so we had to switch to that class and then they could have just thrown Hermione under the bus. Well no Hermione's in potions too. No yeah but if they had said that they had like already been signed up for care of magical creatures and they had to switch it last minute that would have been the lie I told instead of being like I don't think they should have lied. I'm mad that they like threw Grubbly Plank under the bus for being a bad teacher. Like, they both can be good teachers and just not want right. to take those magical creatures. But Hagrid is, like, feeling bad about himself. If your friend was like, uh, I'm really upset, I'm feeling down on myself, you wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, you're totally better than them if it wasn't going to make any difference either way. Well, like, like, if you, let, let's use acting. Like, if somebody got a part and you didn't, I wouldn't be like, they're a terrible actor just to make you feel better. Do they say terrible? They say she's not as good as him, right? No, she was, um, a What do they say? Teacher. What's the quote? They said she was a dreadful teacher. <laughs> Yikes. I don't know. I don't think the lie is that bad. I think it's making Hagrid feel better. And it's got the added bonus, added bonus that he forgives them sooner. You have more tact <laughs> than me. Yeah. Because, like, it depends also on the friendship. Like, I would never have said something like that to you because I know you can take it. Hagrid can't take it. So it's just, like, yeah. not worth it. Right. Like, that's going like, to make his confidence even worse if they're, like, no, Grubbly Plank was good. Like, Hagrid already knows that Grubbly Plank is good. That's not what he needs to hear. He right wants now. to hear them say, yeah. Right. Yeah, to just prove their loyalty. 
but you know, anytime somebody wants me to say something in particular, you know, I don't want to. Correct. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a Molly thing. Like, oh, I'm like so bad at um, video games, right? Yeah, you are. You're terrible at it. <laughs> Hermione, every, anytime Hermione and Harry like tease each other, I think it's so funny. I think it's such good, like they have such good friendship. <laughs> it just makes me happy when I see them being like good friends. Any moment of them not like Hermione helping him solve something or Hermione like bugging him about his homework. Anytime they have a genuine moment of friendship. Yeah. I think it's lovely. I like that they have this little moment because they're gonna have a lot of tension later about the whole half-blood friends thing. And I yeah. think Hermione's being a butt about it. And I just like that Harry calls her out in this like small way about she's like, like, she's like, oh breaking the rules, confidence. She's like, shut up. <laughs> I just like, love it. one thing wrong. Like I'm allowed. I think that's why I always have shipped them though. It's not, I mean, I like can read that and recognize fully that it is friendship teasing happening there, but like mm-hmm. my love language is teasing and they have so many good, genuine, like teasing yeah. moments throughout the books that that I, is so heartbreaking to me that they don't end up married. <laughs> I, do, I do see it. I do see how those, cause teasing is also my, love language in a lot of ways so I do and I do ship a lot of characters that tease each other so I see where you're coming from and like that it can be read that way 100% but because I so adamantly ship like don't ship them as a romantic pair because I love that we get like a platonic male female like relationship that doesn't have any like textual like Hermione never says oh I have a crush on Harry type of thing I think that was rare especially at the time of these books now it's a lot less rare yeah I do think I'm mostly just sad about it because I feel bad for Hermione that she's with Ron (laughs) (laughs) like it's not so much the fact that she's not with Harry it's just that this like cute relationship that she and Harry get to build Mm -hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't describe seeing Hermione and Ron's relationship be like that for most maybe like the final two books like most of their like love relationship is written not in their words it's written in like how they act around each other in a room Um, yeah like their jealousy really yes yeah like that they just emotionally don't know how to act around each other in a room which I understand how that also is love but it's like I like the love that is like you can see it in the character's words and it's not in she who must not be named, like subtext and like right. But if describing, but they would get together too soon if it wasn't the other way. You know, it's sort of like, and also, I feel like it's very middle school for them to be like fighting over like random stuff and feuding, but then secretly really like each other. You know, like. Like, kind of like what Molly was saying earlier, I don't think they, Harry and Hermione could have those moments if they did like each other here. That's true, yeah. Yeah. I think it, like, yeah, Harry and Hermione definitely have, like, a sweeter relationship, and I wish we did get to see more of Hermione and Ron actually together. Like, I, Mm -hmm. I like that they waited till the very end to, like, have them together, but to actually have, like, 
at least half the book where they're like dating for real just to see it just because there's been so much buildup would have been nice yeah and I guess it would have been it would have had to be in this book because what are you gonna do when it's weird if you have them like I don't know I understand where she's coming from where it's like I don't want to watch a whole seventh book of Harry being a third wheel while all of it while they're camping like I feel like that adds like a weird vibe yeah but if it had happened when he like came back that wouldn't have been that much of them camping it would have just been a short time yeah oh okay I see what you're saying I thought you meant like them getting together this year no I was thinking like if they got together like halfway through the seventh one just like earlier even though they're like obviously dealing with everything they're dealing with but like if they'd had that kiss like when when he came back um or so you know sometime in there then I I would have been hit but he did not deserve the kiss in that moment. Yeah, not like She's making him wait. Like they made up or whatever, and that's when it happened. Yeah. Just so we could actually see them be a couple and not just like, I think, John, what you're saying is like, you don't really get to see them be like nice to each other. <laughs> no, that's totally true. I think the seventh book does a lot of groundwork for them. Like, I think we they do have a lot of moments in that first part of the seventh book, like them at the wedding and them like sleeping together in um, yeah, it's like in, uh, number twelve Grimmel place. But you're right, like it's we don't it doesn't show up earlier early enough for it to really not the same way that Harry and Hermione have like sweet moments throughout the whole uh, series. Yeah, like even if well, and I guess maybe maybe every book has at least one sweet moment between Ron and Hermione. Probably. And maybe that's enough. Maybe I'm just being a bitch about it. I also... You have a ship. That's fine. (laughs) I like Ron more than most people do, so... I'm a sympathizer. Um, What is Cormac saying about Jenny? More importantly, guys. Um, That's part of why Hermione... Actually, that's why Hermione did it. She was like, you should have heard what he was saying about Ron and and Jenny. Okay, I was going to bring this up because I don't know because I'm not like in the fanfic world. Is there like a Ginny Hermione fanfic world at all or no? Yeah, I also don't like that ship though. I don't don't like it either, but like I read this chapter and I was like, she does say that she does the the charm because of what he's saying about Ron and Ginny and then in the latter half of the chapter when she's talking about this party and how she doesn't really want to go Ron you know he's snapping because he wishes he could go but he does say his words are well I'm sure Ginny will be there Ron snaps <laughs> yes <laughs> and I was like yes. whoa like whoa yeah going on? is that why Ron is so like angsty because he knows that Hermione is more attractive. I love that I never read that like that before. <laughs> uh, yeah, the only uh, time I've ever shipped them is in a fan fiction where that happened. And Ron <laughs> snapped. Or no, not Ron snapped. Somebody snapped at Ron. You mean like how your girlfriend left you for your sister. And I thought it was the best thing because in the fic, you had no idea that that had happened until then. Like we were just getting little reveals about what had happened. And I was like, that's the best thing I've ever heard. But yeah, that is like a kind, that was an older popular ship before we decided to just make side characters of Harry Potter more interesting so that more female characters are available. I think they're kind of boring as a ship. 
Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not really here for it. It's just, it occurred to yeah. me. No, that was, that's a good, that's a good little moment. A yeah. little read on the scene. I didn't think about that at all. That's so funny. It's a roommate AU. All of those, maybe that's why Hermione likes to go to the borough so much. She gets to room with Jenny. Oh my gosh. Ugh, no, I can't ship something so dumb. They'll kick me out of the club. Right, so like Ron says, I doubt you'll be alone. Jenny will probably be invited. Snapped Ron is the line. Um, I'm upset. Uh-oh. So shitty. We already said this, but this is just so shitty of Slughorn. Like, I feel really bad for Ron. Yeah, it's rude. It's it's really rude. At least in the movie, they, like, make a joke out of it, and then Hermione gets drunk. What? They make a joke uh, out of it, and Hermione gets when, drunk. When they're, like, when they're in the three broomsticks, and Slughorn comes over and is, like, Weasel B, and then he, like, pours half of his drink into Hermione's drink. Oh, Yeah. yeah. I yeah, know. and he says, like, like watch your hands, Granger, or something. Yeah. <laughs> All hands on deck, Granger. And she's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> I remember you said you don't like it, right, John? The sixth movie? I like it more years and years later. When I first watched it in the theaters, I cried when I got home because I was so upset that it didn't do justice to the whole Horcrux storyline, and I felt like it didn't do a good service to the, like, impending doom that the wizarding world is in and how it's going to be addressed, and it just focused on the happy love lives um, until all of a sudden you're, like, with Dumbledore and he's dying, and then it's over. Yeah. I think that was the opposite. Now I'm more like, oh, they really, like, ruined it, but when I first saw it, I didn't, like, think about the impact and, like, how much it was missing, because I had already filled it in, I guess, in my head. Yeah. See, now I like it more because I have slowly started to accept that it is what it is, and I can enjoy it for the cute, funny, romantic things that happen. Um, Did you end up watching it before this? I did, but I also fell asleep um, right when, (laughs) I don't know how I fell asleep during this part, but when Dumbledore is doing the flames over his head with the um, whatever, um, fell asleep there, woke up when Hagrid's hut was on fire and uh, Snape was saying, I'm the Half-Blood Prince. Like slept completely through Dumbledore's death, but really cheated because that was like all I wanted to like relive. (laughs) <laughs> that moment of sad. Like 10 minutes though or 15 yeah, it wasn't that much at all but yeah. but you were like whoa <laughs> you jumped past like everybody like crying over uh yeah. body and draco being a mess and yeah and just the critical moment where it's like snape decides I'm doing it now. And like, and Dumbledore's like, yeah, you're doing it yeah, now, bitch. Like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <laughs> done it earlier. Is what Dumbledore said. <laughs> Should have done it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. It's terrible. I would not, speaking of Snape, I would not want Slughorn to ask Snape about the detention. I'd be like, no, don't talk to him about it. That's my note. I'm like, that's so embarrassing for Harry. Like, like that Slughorn's gonna be like, 
I get you out of detention for a party. Except Slughorn also taught Snape, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, like, think so. I think Snape, it is embarrassing for Harry, but I think everyone that has worked with Snape, uh, with Slughorn or been a student of Slughorn's or like been in the school while Slughorn is there knows what Slughorn is like. And mm-hmm. like, I yeah, I don't know. I think as like a former student in the world of Slughorn where you as Snape would probably feel very important about himself in a, in a sense, but then mm-hmm. in this world where Slughorn doesn't value you at all, that like, yeah, Slughorn coming up and saying that to you, you're going to be madder at Slughorn than you would be at Harry. Like you're going right. to not quite throw the blame on like Harry instigated this. You're just going to be like, fucking Slughorn, I hate you. You did this. With his favorite. Do this now. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I, what are your feelings on Slughorn John as a whole? On a whole. Uh, I mean, I think he's very, I, I would have to reread the book to get a really like book opinion of him. I think in the movie, he's very funny, but I also just in general don't love his, like, I don't love what drives him. Yeah. His blatant favoritism. Yeah, that sort of makes me not like him. We've really been enjoying him this go around. Um, and I just like him as a Slytherin character. Um, yeah, I don't love that he plays favorites, but, uh, I do think he's funny. <laughs> like, I, like I think he's adds. a funny addition to the world. Huh? I like what he adds, like, especially to this book. Yeah, I, I'm glad that, um, we got, um, a potions teacher that let, um, Harry shine. Because imagine if he had the Half-Blood Prince book and Snape was his teacher. Well, Snape would catch on right away. Snape would know. Snape either, Snape might not know right away that it's like, oh, he's using my book, but he'd be like, Harry's not this good at potions. I'm going to watch Harry. And then he'd see the book. Right, right. I mean, like he catches on to the book even without Harry being in his class. Yeah. yeah, but um, I think, and he gives like Hermione and other like non uh, Hermione, he lets her. He gives Hermione points when she gets things right. She's thriving. Bless her. I had um a couple more notes. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I just I didn't know if you had wrapped up, but. I'm glad that Harry, like, kind of stands up to Ron and is like, don't be mad at us because of Slughorn. But it is a little, like, Harry was way worse last year to Ron and Hermione. And, like, they never really said that to Harry. Yeah, but, like, Harry watched someone die. Yeah. But that's not, like, I mean, (laughs) he was also like, I feel like Harry has a little more, like, reason to be upset well I also think that they should just say like hey you're and Hermione does it like Ron never stands up to Harry and is like hey you're being a dick to us and we don't deserve it so I just think it's like good that Harry says it and maybe Ron should have done it more last year because Harry was like they didn't deserve that just because he saw someone no I agree and I like that Hermione calls him out on it but that's more on Ron for not bringing it up 
Ron doesn't bring it up, not because he doesn't want to call out Harry, but because Ron's afraid of, like, talking about the feelings of it. Like, he, like, doesn't know how to handle all of what Harry is feeling. They're both not great with feelings. And I was just glad to see Harry growing. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Ron throws a big, a big little, a big tantrum at the end there with his stomping out. Loved that. <laughs> um, yeah, we already talked about Harry's like subtly checking out Jenny playing with Arnold. Or was he checking out Arnold and Jenny had to be there? <laughs> Jenny was just there. <laughs> Harry's like looking at Jenny like, hmm, maybe I should get a pygmy pup. <laughs> Honestly, same. Edwig's been, <laughs> Edwig's been a little annoying lately. Just kidding. I had another, I had a weird note at the end here. I think it's mm-hmm. weird that this like trend in this book of like professors using students to, like pass messages, like instead of just talking to that student directly, like Dumbledore sends a message with like students to Harry and like Snape's doing it now. Like, Hogwarts needs, like, a memo system, like the ministry has. Yes. Which is weird. Yeah. I feel like that happened to me in school, though. I guess. If it was, like, are you going to see, like, my friends that I would hang out with all the time would be, like, are you going to see Jordan? Tell Jordan, like, I want to see them after rehearsal or something like that. Yeah. I guess that's normal. But this is, like, a verbal message and it's like kind of embarrassing and I I know that's just like Snape but like yeah it is weird though that we haven't seen it happen in previous books it's weird that it's just coming up right now but that was my last note (laughs) you have anything else no just that uh, Arthur's title because we had that um trivia quiz with Arthur Weasley's title is this the other one you were thinking of when you were like, when we were saying his original title and you were like, wait, wait, no, no, it's changed, it's changed. Yeah, because I got the books mixed up. I was like, just making sure because I didn't have time to like compute the question like in my brain. I was like, oh, is it his new title? But yes, it is this one. It's so long. Yep. But otherwise my last note was Slughorn Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Slug. Sluggy boy. My champ is Slughorn. Just kidding. <laughs> Alrighty. Did we want to? I don't know if I told you, John. We usually do like a quiz question, but we can we can quiz you instead. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. Thanks for coming on. Here's a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Or you can quiz us. If you, you did not tell me, so. I know. Well, I feel like it's hard to tell guests to do a quiz question because they're like, on what? Like, so. Yeah. A quiz on this chapter? Or yeah, like, just like pick a random thing. Like Alex said she was going to ask like, who was the other? Um, chaser. Yeah. The third chaser. Chaser. Um, which mine was, who are the beaters? Do you know the names of the beaters? 
yeah, no. <laughs> not. Um, I didn't even remember. I, they had funny names, though. Jimmy Peaks and Richie Coot. Yeah. <laughs> Richie Coot is a rough name. What was yours, Alex? Please don't um, say Arthur's title. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, mine is not... Uh, relevant anymore because we've all we've discussed it we discussed yeah both of mine what what was the second one the second one was just how many uh points jenny scored 17 Um, love it love it um okay oh i've got another one i've got another one okay Never mind. It's easy. So they they didn't have a fun name. I was wonder. I was gonna ask what uh, creatures Hagrid was gonna feed to the uh, to Aragog. I don't remember. Weren't they? Um, oh no, they're just like a normal like like fly. They're not grubs. They're um, the um. You can do it. Or were they grubs? They were. <laughs> yeah, I think they're just like the white, ugly. Yeah, they're, yeah, they were like giant grubs, which I thought was the most disgusting thing of this chapter. <laughs> Horrifying. How many points did everyone give this chapter? Wait, I didn't know that was a thing either. I thought I said that. No, you said I had to pick a champ and a rat and oh. a. I well, you can think of points. I well, we um, can say what are it's not- yeah. There are no like. There's no limit. There's they're kind of like the Hogwarts house points in that they don't like. There's no right. They don't make any logical sense. Like from one week to another, like okay. last chapter, which was the House of Gone, I gave it like a hundred and thirty points, and this week I'm giving it only forty points just because I didn't really love it. Yeah, I gave my chapter 50, this chapter 50 points. You don't have to give it points. We just... I was going to give it 25. (laughs) Be careful if you go too low, Molly might yell at you. I would never yell at a guest. I got in trouble once, John. Okay, you gave it negative points. A Harry Potter chapter, negative points. I mean, but that happens in the books. You can get points taken away from you. Yeah. Thank you. So I it's took away points. Negative doesn't mean negative in the normal sense of the word. If we're doing house point worlds. Yeah. I was being in, in Molly's defense, I was being pretty bratty. I gave myself the champ for sitting through the chapter. What chapter was this? It was the chapter, the first time they go to the Ministry of Magic with Harry and Arthur, like, to go to Wizarding. It was a lot of them turning corners. It was, like, a lot of exposition. It was mostly them, like, traveling to the Ministry. And and Alex didn't even appreciate Eric, the security guard. How could I ever (laughs) (laughs) disparage the name of Eric, the security guard? (laughs) Um, I like, I don't think I gave it like high points, but I definitely didn't give it negative points. Hilarious. Um, I think the lowest I've ever given a chapter was like 10. Yeah. Or zero. That was 
That was probably uh, Norbert. The chapter. The Norbert chapter. <laughs> in that whole situation. okay I like it more now though because so many kids love the Norbert chapter so it like reinstilled for me like why the Norbert chapter exists yeah I just hate for like what it means for like Hagrid putting them in that position yes it is inappropriate again all right who is your champ John uh, well, my champ has to be Hermione because I'm me, but if it wasn't Hermione, it was going to be Jenny just because of that single sentence. Yeah, <laughs> I had Hermione question mark and then Jenny in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> my champ was just Hermione, but I I gave Jenny my all caps heart love, so she knew that I was looking out. Um, I gave my rat maybe surprising but I gave it to Cormac not Ron my rat is also Cormac (laughs) I didn't think he was that bad I was like fully prepared to give him the rat knowing I was going into this chapter and then I was like he's barely in it and he like says one or two angry disparaging Jenny (laughs) yeah I didn't like that he was talking about my girl anyone who talks about Jenny gets rat (laughs) I gave it to Ron, um, but I also would give it to Slughorn because I think it was very uncool. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Um, Um, And John, I don't think that we told you about this part, but we also now, this is new. We, if we think that there's something in the chapter that we might get a tattoo of, we'll say. Like an object or like a quote that we like. Like yeah, a so now we're iffy on quotes. <laughs> What'd you say, John? You said like a giant grub. Yeah, exactly. Like that. If you wanted that or part of your body to be disgusting. Yeah, well, mine is gonna be mine for this chapter was a portrait of Jenny with Arnold on her shoulder. Oh, that's cute. I just did something simple. I did like the three goal posts. Oh, for Quidditch. Yeah. I would also, like, if I were going to do a Ginny tattoo, which um, I might because I love her, but I would do her flying. Um, if you want to get then, like, anything is possible if you have enough nerve. If you have a, um, if you want to get deep enough, you could just get her, like, um, number, like, whatever her jersey number is. Do they say it in the book? I don't think so. I don't think I they would say they have numbers in the book. <laughs> But, yeah, I think it was number six. Because the- Harry, yeah. are they just all like one through seven? Because Harry's seven. <laughs> of course, Harry's seven. I have his like jersey or whatever. Like I have it as a t-shirt, and it has seven. Oh yeah, I also have his like little tank top with jersey. But when I wear it, I pretend it's like Jenny's. That's cute. I just, yeah. I think I would get a tattoo of the sentence, the fifth group were Hufflepuffs. Because that just <laughs> is funny. <laughs> <laughs> and it says a lot about Hufflepuffs. The fifth group was Hufflepuffs. <laughs> What's funnier about it is that it sounds like it comes from like a sorting hat song in which, <laughs> in which they're, 
they said like the three houses and then something else and then like below something that is not even a house was Hufflepuff. Well, and then there's like the Muggles and then the fifth group is Hufflepuff. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> I, I laughed when I heard that line earlier when you were listening to it. I was like, yeah. Classic. Our resident Hufflepuff. Um, well, thanks for coming on, John. This has been a delight. A delight. Thank you. Um, uh, we're going to do our sign-off now. Um, if you want to add your own magical sign-off, go ahead. No pressure. No pressure. Um, I listen to first. Yeah. Um, stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. This puts me on the spot too much. The fifth was Hufflepuff. Mischief managed. Bum 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 bum. That one we do make people do on the fly a lot because it's just <laughs> funny like to see what they come up with. It took us like a year and a half to come up with ours, and we're like, "All right, now come up with the perfect one." What was Holly? <laughs> what was yours again? Stay magical. <laughs> <laughs>